Welcome into another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the Dude. Bird's here. Olympics is over. Yeah, I know. We got really got fourth in the whole world medals. I know, isn't that crazy, dude? I think we own the summer. I know that for a fact. But winter we're struggling. Oh, I know. Really? I know we got gold the other night from Super Mario and the um, curling team. I was pretty pumped about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Schuster. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? No, was it the team? I saw a tweet saying, "Hey, Delta, whatever the fight, the- could you upgrade us, please?" And Delta was like, respectfully declined, said, "No." <laughs> that was funny. He reminds me of someone. Um, Mike O'Malley. He looks like Mike O'Malley. Oh, the actor? I know yeah, about. it could okay. just be me, but he, I think he looks like him. I'm going to look, look at him later. Yeah, yeah. I maybe. see Olympics on the starting five. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, so make I sure you go follow up. us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Dude and Birdshow. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about the podcast. We yeah. really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So coming up uh, during today's episode on the starting five, mm-hmm. we'll start off with a little uh, tending to the garden. Yeah, we do. We'll do a Red Sox roundup. We'll talk Winter Olympics. Yes, we will. That'll transition into the bird cage that's got his own position today because we got something special for you coming up. Oh, yeah. And then we got the rundown to close out the show with the Slam Slew Banger just for food and a wicked weird story. I can't wait for you to tell me this wicked weird story that I have no idea about. Yep, nope. I didn't tell you anything. I came across it and I was like, there's absolutely no way this story's true. But you'll just have to wait and listen to find out what I'm going to talk about. It's that easy. It's easy peasy. So the Bruins, dude. Making moves. Huge moves. The only thing I don't like about that trade is the first-round pick of this year. So other than that, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind getting being a late pick, so I'm not too butthurt over it, but still. Essentially, this is this is how I broke it down. All right, go for it. So essentially, the Bees traded Spooner. He was a contractor. He was Bolesky, mm-hmm. Lindgren, yep. O'Gara, Vetrano, yep. a first-round, and a seventh-round pick for Holden. And Nash. Yep. Because the third round picks are a wash. Because you traded Vetrano for a third round pick and you traded away a third round pick for Holden there. Yep. So, hey, that's a wash, essentially. And, you know, we we might even end up with a better third round pick out of that. That's true. Well, we have to wait and see who they draft. Anything can happen in the NHL draft in the summer. Yeah. So we finally traded for that. Top six winger that the Bruins desperately need. And he came through yesterday. He made a lot of plays, but. You know, it's the Buffalo Sabres and the Onus this year. Yeah, he led the team in shots yesterday in his first game out there. And now Krejci has no reason to bitch and moan about why he sucks because he doesn't have <laughs> a good winger playing next to him. Zero excuses, Krejci. So, Krejci, I, ex- I expect more out of you. I have higher expectations for you now that you have a fully competent, star-studded winger playing next to you. Dish the puck off to Nash. He'll take care of the rest. And then the Bruins turn around and signed uh, Team USA Men's ice hockey captain Brian Gianta. Yeah, that was weird. Depth. Okay. No, I, I, he's like 39. He's yeah. on his last leg. I'm, he if will, you want to give him one more chance, okay, I get it. But, like, he's old. I didn't go and look, but I wonder if he got offered any deals for this year and he just turned them down because he wanted to captain Team USA. Where, where did they, when did they finish? I got to look that up. What did they finish? Uh, Team USA. They didn't. They didn't medal or anything. No, I know that they got booted quick. Yeah. I don't even think they made the like tournament play, like the playoff play, because they lost in um, the who was it? The Czechs. I think they lost to the Czechs last. But regardless, we, okay. The Bruins. The Bruins got better <laughs> at the deadline. Yes, they did. They made the play like that. Yeah. No dicking around. Nope. You know what you want. You go and get it. Exactly. And when that, I wish they got another oh. winger. But other than that, I'm happy with what they got. Yeah. What do you want? Another? So you wanted two wingers? No, uh, no. I'm happy with Nash. Oh, okay. I'm happy with okay, Nash. okay, okay. And another defensive guy, maybe. Yeah. 
Hold, Holden's a Holden's, solid. Yeah. He could be a, he, he's a yeah, top. I want two wingers on the He's a defense, probably top four defenseman. He plays big minutes. Mm-hmm. Solid defensively. He's not too much of an offensive uh, defenseman, which is good. Yeah. Because Bruins have too many of them. And we needed that guy to shore up the left side D behind Chara. Yeah, he's been struggling. It's especially good. especially that uh, Toronto game because he got pushed around. Oh, yeah. And that BS goal, I, I don't care. It's interference. Everyone will c- cry and complain to me all they want. I thought it was interference. That goal should never happen. The show went to overtime. Whatever happened, happened. Yeah, it worked <sighs> out well for him. And Spooner, no skin off my back. No, it was like I said earlier, it was a contract, yeah. So he wasn't coming back nope. next year either way. So see you later. Yep. I'm, Have fun I'm, in New York. I'm happy that he's gone. Why? You, you, you? I wasn't a big Spooner fan, but I don't mean in that. I'm happy that they were able to move on to the player. Move on from the player. Upgrade. Yeah. Okay. While upgrading and not having to worry about his contract next year because he's going to be looking for stupid money for a guy of his caliber who he's not that good. Well, in Claude's system, they they hated each other. Yeah. They just – he didn't work well in the system. With Bruce, Bruce Cassidy's – System, I feel like he's gotten better with this with the system. He felt more like free form and do what, not do what he wants. But you know what I mean. He was better in yeah. There's Cassie's no there's no D to D puck movement crap over and over. He no. watches. I feel rubbish. like he's more free to do what he wants and he got a little bit better. Yeah, in for the sure. system, for sure. We'll see what he does in the Rangers. Because so far this year, through 40 games, Spooner had nine goals, 18 assists for 27 points and a plus 11. Not bad. Not at all. <laughs> Matt Bolesky, see you later. Waste of money. Yep. What a stupid deal bringing him over from the docks. What, because he had one decent playoff run? You bring Basically. him over and give him a boatload of cash and he just hangs up up on the ninth floor the whole the whole time he's here, basically? Yeah. Because this year he played 14 games, zero goals, zero assists. Was he hurt? For a minus eight. No, he just sucked. Jesus, dude. Might as well play the Young Bucks, who were better than him. Yeah. See you later. And bye. It was the money. The money, That's cap, free up the cap money, space. Yeah, exactly. Because after the whole deal was said and done, the Bruins were eating some money and the Rangers were eating some money. But long story short, the Bruins had just over a million dollars in cap space, and then they used seven hundred plus thousand dollars of it to sign Gianta. Not a bad deal. You not, know what you're getting out of Gianta? Solid veteran player who mm-hmm. he can center, he can play wing, he could play he could play a lot of big minutes for you in Team the playoffs. Player. Yeah. Guys can learn a lot from him. Oh, absolutely. I at his age, what is he, 39, 40 yeah. years old? U.S. born, it's great, awesome. <laughs> Learn from the vet. Yeah, no, exactly. I got no issue with that. That's good depth. Okay, I thought it, I, I didn't like it because he's like a hundred years old. That's yeah, okay. I got no beef with it. I'd I, rather bring him in than bring up a young buck like a Ryan Donato or something like that. Who it's kind of a waste for the kid because he's just gonna ride the pine. And I can bring in Giotta, and he's gonna offer me more things, especially off the ice. So, I don't know, not a bad move for the Bruins. I'm checking the Twitter right now. There's like two or three trades going on right now. Great, great upgrade for them. Yes, it is. I like it because the Bruins, the Bruins are right there, man. Yep. Oh, yeah. But this, but we're not going to walk through Washington. <laughs> Toronto no Toronto will be a good series if we meet them in the playoffs. Pittsburgh, you know they're going to bring it. Pittsburgh's been legit for the past, what, decade? Yeah. Who else is now? Uh, Detroit Sox, Buffalo Sox, but they own us. Trying to think who else is in that division off the top. Because they head. they had they had to do it because the Bruins the Bruins now are third, third in third in points. Yeah, uh, it's it's Lightning, Maple Leafs. We're yeah. a point behind. 
We're right there. Because the Maple Leafs, dude, they're, they're sliding right up in there. Yeah, they, We can't count them out. No, because we're like three points behind the Lightning, and next thing you know, Toronto sniffed up out of nowhere. They're good. Sniffing around. Toronto's good. Well, they showed it the other night. Oh, it pissed me off, that game. I love Van Riemsdyke. <laughs> seriously, I wish he was a Bruin, dude. No, I'm laughing because I like his last name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the whole the whole thing is though, the Bruins still have plenty of games in hand. You know what's crazy in the Atlantic Division? Which is insane. We're 20 points up. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's a Lightning. <laughs> it's Tampa Bay, Toronto, and us. And then the rest of the, the Atlantic Division is just 20 points behind us. It's, yeah, that's bananas. Huge gap. Bananas. That's a huge gap. It's out of control. Huh? Atlantic Division just sucks. Yeah, no, it totally does. <laughs> uh, and the closest gap in the Meta, Meta, uh, Metropolitan Division is like five points, if that. And then West is basically six to seven points. Everything else is six to seven points. And, oh, in the Pacific Division, the Golden Knights are up 11. I mean, they've been playing lights oh, out. Oh, yeah. That whole, I, you know what, like you said, I, I, I'm buying in on the Golden Knights. Dude, dude, I would love to see them at least make it to the Cup. And if they win the Cup, and the Bruins don't make it at least that far. I'll be, You'll be rooting for them, dude. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, I'll I've been it. on it since day one. I know you have been. <laughs> I love the whole idea of an expansion team and everything about them, from their jerseys, the marketing, their social media is incredible. Oh yeah, they have a great social Make media. Make sure guy. you guys go follow them on Twitter because they're hilarious. They have I uh, whoever's running it. It's cool because they have the green light to go and be clever and funny and do all the stuff. Yeah, exactly, and no. I mean, as long as they keep it, like, they keep it classy and a little raunchy, not too yeah. raunchy, but yeah, you know what no. I mean? Yeah. They'll push it a little bit. Like, they're not afraid to make fun of themselves or another team. No. No, no, that's fine. Then, then there's nothing wrong with no. that. That's how it should be. Yeah. For every sports team's social media. Yeah, a little competitive nature to it. That's fine. I have no problem with that. No, me neither. It should neither. be more like that. I think I it's cool. It was. I wish it was more ball busting, because I'll be, I'll be on Twitter, like, every other minute, like, oh, wonder what they're saying now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be more fun. I know. Twitter's just a cesspool of negativity. No, it really is. <laughs> it really is. So I'm pretty happy with the Bruins. I gotta go to a game before. What was it? Twenty four games left. Just about twenty four, twenty five uh, games. See. I can go with my boys again. What's the count at right Except now? The balcony. Yeah, so they got twenty two games left. Right, yeah, I gotta get, we gotta get tickets. Go one game. You got. You still got some time. They're right. about to have what? I think it's a six game homestand. Let's nice. see. Two. Two. Yeah, but here's my yeah, problem. Yeah, six-game homestand. Here's my problem. My friends have kids, and then there's, then there's me. <laughs> I'm like, let's go, whatever you want. Oh, well, you know, baby, that's the wife, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, Leave the kids <laughs> at home. No, they will, obviously. <clears throat> if they do bring the kids, it doesn't bother me. They're good kids anyways. Yeah, they know better. Yeah. But, yeah, five, five, uh, six-game homestand coming up for the Bruins. Nice. Starting, uh, we're recording on a Monday, starts on Tuesday, and it's running all the way through till next Thursday. Beautiful. So, if you're looking to go to a Bruins game, you got plenty of them to go to over the next two weeks. So, yeah. take your pick there, Honcho. And you got the Canadians, though, and the Penguins. That Penguins game, though. That's going to be. They're playing the Penguins Thursday watch. night. Must watch Thursday night. <sighs> you Penguins Penguins are sniffing around the trade market, too. Yeah, they are. And they're a team you can't sleep on come playoff time. No, no never. Never. And the Canadians blow. But it's always fun to watch that game. That's Saturday night. But there's some breaking news here. What's up? <laughs> Marcus Smart has finally returned to the Celtics after missing 11 games after that stupid hand laceration from punching a picture. Yeah. Idiot. He finally made his return this week. Did they put him in the birdcage? 
Oh, but you you should be in there anyways. Nah. Yeah. Because he, he came back after the All-Star break against the Pistons there Friday night. Yep. Came back. Played a, solid defense. Yeah, had a decent game. Uh, they put him on a minute restriction, they said, but I don't really see that. He played over 26 minutes. What's a minute restriction? What does that even mean? Who cares? He's played over 20 minutes. Minute restriction. For what? Yeah. He could do, like, push-ups or something or, like, run around the... Oh, th- why? Why? Like, this hand laceration must have been insane because Tom Brady had a hand laceration and that dude was still out there playing and practicing. Yeah. And Marcus Smart is doing who knows what. I don't want to talk about that situation because that was just But he had 12 points, three boards, and six assists in his return. But the biggest story out of that game was that boy, Daniel T-Shirt Tice, had a (laughs) career-high 19 points. I saw you uh, tweeting at him. Yeah, he didn't respond yet. He hasn't responded. He's not going to respond. That's two two tweets so far. (laughs) I'm going to send out another one, Adam, in like a week or two, and then I'm going to like it. From the from the station account, All right. so maybe he'll see like, oh, what's going on here? Why? Mm. But like, Tice, come on, dude. I have to know where the T-shirt went. <laughs> I have to know. Yeah, do it on the sports hub account. Don't do it on the Oz or your personal one. No, I'm gonna tweet. No, I'm gonna tweet at him from my personal account, but I'm gonna like the tweet from. Uh, yeah. See what you're doing there. No. It's sketchy. I love it. Because <laughs> I would, I would just do it from the station account, but I'm not trying to get in trouble. You can't get in, it's not, not saying anything bad. Dude, where'd your t-shirt go? That's all you're saying. I know, but... <laughs> you're not getting in trouble for that. I know, but they might think I'm going to start heckling athletes with the account. No, no, no. Granted, no. I'd love to, but I'm not going to. It's not worth losing my job over. No, I, I totally got that. But I want to know. I need funny. to know. He had to have gotten fresh ink. That had to have been it. So he was keeping it covered. That's the only That's the only thing I come up with. Or people were just giving him a ton of crap for wearing it. Like, dude, why are you wearing that T-shirt? Like, he was getting hazed in the locker room. He was getting bullied for wearing a T-shirt. Don't give it to the pressure. No, I doubt it. But maybe he just wanted a rock. I think it's the first, the first conspiracy theory. Oh, I think God. that's it. <laughs> I think it was the fresh ink. Uh, so, Daniel Tice, if you listen to the Dude and Bird show, just tweet at us, bro. Yeah, come on. We need to know what happened to the T-shirt. <laughs> it's gone. It's in, the, it's in his friggin' T-shirt draw. So coming out of the All-Star break, the Celtics were riding a three-game losing streak, and they finally snapped it. Now they're riding a two-game winning streak. Two. So, well, they finally turned it around because it seems like they sealed things up uh, somewhat effectively on the defensive end. They, But they still need to stop taking those terrible shots. They're forcing too many bad shots. I felt like the Celtics were like, oh, great, I can spot's back, yay. Yeah. Because they felt like they messed them. They need to get a back tons. to the ball movement, too. That was the other thing that was working so well for them early in the year. Yeah, the, 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 I talked about this in other podcasts. Like, they're just being selfish with the ball. Yeah. Just taking up ridiculous jump shots. They need to get back to the basics. And Al Hoff is taking three-pointers. It's like, dude, stop. Oh, dude. You're a center. Ugh. I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying you should be underneath. No, but he's he's had, a, he's had a rough stretch of late. One game, I think he only had like a point or two. Ooh, it happens. There's been a it's guy. A there's been a guy each night that's pretty much stinking up the joint. Take your pick on which one it is. But, so it's that kind of a team. Yeah, no, it is. And the coming out of the All-Star break, they were only two games back at Toronto. This was coming out of the break. Now it's now it's changed three. a little bit. I think a three. Hold on. Yeah, so right now, it's, now it's moved. But this is just coming out of the gate. So now they have... Oh, we're half a game behind. They have 21 games left, mm-hmm. 21 regular season games. They still have matchups against the Raptors and the Wizards. Who are both sniffing right there. Yeah, they are. 
We got the Rockets this weekend mm-hmm. in Houston. That's going to be a huge game. And then we still have uh, Russell Westbrook and OKC coming to the Garden in late March. Damn. But we don't have the Cavs anymore. Cavs matchups are over, so we probably won't see them until playoffs, the playoffs. Maybe. Possibly. Yes. Quote, unquote. And we'll call it, they have 10-plus games left in the East, um, four in the division, yep. and the rest are against the West. Gotcha. Wow, the Rockets are the one seed right now? Dude, Rockets are nasty, I'm man. not hating on I'm just no, saying. I, I was, I was just, I'm just shocked by that. They're nasty. The 46 and 13? Warriors are right behind them with 46 and 14. Wow. I, I didn't ex- expect that at all. No. And coming out, um, coming out of the break, Jason Tatum. Yep. Rookie sensation. He might be in the conversation for rookie of the year. We'll we'll wait to discuss that later mm-hmm. on oh, yeah. um, in another episode. Yeah, we'll wait until like late April. But he's having a decent year. He's averaging he thirteen and a half points a game. On he's shooting almost forty eight percent from the field, forty three percent from from three. But he's logging thirty one minutes a game. Nice. That's a lot. It is. Yeah. It's more than three quarters. Yeah. It's huge. For a rookie? Yeah. He's, I mean, get him out. I mean, honestly, Hayward didn't get hurt. I guarantee you when he would be getting these months, th- these, this much of time on the court. Oh, no, definitely not. Okay, okay we agree with that. I'm just, I'm definitely just saying. Definitely not. So he's just taking advantage of that. You think about right it. There. Probably would have cut his minutes in half because Jalen Brown, when he had uh, Clam Crowder in front of him, he was, I don't know, like 17, 18 minutes a game maybe. Now it's double basically. Yeah. Makes so, sense. to your to your point, definitely his minutes would probably end up being cut in half. And he, we wouldn't even be talking about him being a friggin' rookie of the year. No, attention. No, not at all. Truth. But it's all it's all going to come down to these last eight weeks where the where the Celtics are going to end up standing because they need to keep winning games. Because I don't want to slide down. No, I don't want to be standing here. No, no. I mean, we're six games up on Cleveland right now. Because our best chance to make it. To the NBA Finals is to have home court advantage. Yeah, obviously, hands down. You need home court advantage because I don't want to go to Cleveland. No, no, no. Cleveland's a third seed. I ain't going to Bronny's house. That ain't happening. I think you. And Toronto's nasty, dude. You don't yeah. want you don't want to sleep on Toronto. I'm not sleeping on them at all. No, no. I don't. I don't think many people are. But that's that's a team that out of the East, other than the Celtics, I think they have a real good chance of knocking off Bron Bron. And uh, his Cavaliers there. But I can see the, no. I can see Toronto knocking them off. I can see the Wizards knocking them off. Maybe a surprise the Bucks. Maybe I'm just that's a big maybe. Yeah, Ma- depending the like, Bucks. Maybe that's a big maybe. Maybe and people are like, you're crazy, bird. I'm like I am crazy, but yeah. that, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> that's I'm, not that's a, a huge maybe. Yeah, I'm not. Nothing's legit. No. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited for the rest of the season for the Bruins and the Celtics. It's going to be a nice long run. I mean, we're in playoff contentions. Some of us have championships on our mind, especially with the Bruins, Celtics. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm like a... No, it's a, good, it's a good time to be a Boston sports fan again. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, you want to get to the Red Sox? Yeah, I know. You hate this. No, okay. <laughs> I don't hate it, dude. It's just, I'm not in Red Sox season mode yet. That's all. You're wearing a Red Sox sweatshirt right I now. I had to do laundry. Oh, so that's the only reason why you wore it? And plus, it's nice out. This is like a light-hooded sweatshirt. It's like it is nice out. out. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful out there. should be out playing golf right now. Why aren't you? Go tomorrow. Because I'm in here recording the podcast. You can go tomorrow. Uh, maybe. Maybe I can go after work. It all depends on 
how it is out tomorrow too. I almost went Saturday. All right, but ready? It Tuesday, too much ready? Friday. Tuesday's fifty three. Wednesday's fifty nine. So yeah. there you go. Go Wednesday. I can't. I got to work. Oh. And then I have hockey. Thursday fifty two and Friday snowstorm. <laughs> Maybe it said rain or snowstorm. I know it's coming off the coast. It's uh, definitely coming off the coast. Is the New England weather just insane? It's just no. New England weather's bipolar. If it wants to be seventy degrees, it's like screw you. I'm gonna be seventy. And if I want to snow the next day, up yours. It's ridiculous. It's it so insane. It's like spring fall weather right now, and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like blizzard. It's like what? <laughs> how, how does this work? It makes no sense. Everyone's like, global warming. I'm like, no, it's been doing no. this since yeah. way before our time. Yeah. Way before we were even thought of. Like outside, if I didn't live here, like in New England, I would probably say I'd want to live like in Arizona so I can ski and golf in the same day. Yeah, you could. Arizona mountains up north. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I oh, see yeah. what you're doing there. But otherwise, like New England, pff, this I, is awesome. I did a lift this weekend, and there's like two people. Like I jump off the airport, I'm like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, yeah, I'm from San Diego. I don't know what's up with your weather, dude, but I kind of liked it. I'm like, no, trust me, you know you don't like it. <laughs> oh, doing some <laughs> well, airport runs? First, but she's like, damn, this is my first time in Boston, though. I'm like, no, like, if it's cold, it stays cold for, like, weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, special. Like, this happens, like, once in a while, like, every other year or something, especially around this time of the year, because last year it was, like, 71 day. Yeah, no, it was. And then it snowed, like, two days later. It's crazy. It, it's so weird how it works. I'm like, you, I'm like, just stay in San Diego. I'll come visit because <laughs> I, I have friends out there. I want to go back out there. It's so much fun. San Diego is cool. It's beautiful. I've been there a few times. It's nice. I'd go there again. No I'm doubt. I'm happy. I don't know if I'd come back. I almost didn't come back. No. I went out there in 06. And I was like out there for two weeks. I'm like, I told my, I'm like, I'm looking at apartments right now. I'm just giving you a heads up. And then my brother moved down there like four or five years later. That's like, awesome. <laughs> he took your idea. Ugh. It's expensive out there, though. That's the only thing that sucks. Oh, yeah, it's California. Everything's expensive out there. That's true. Like, we think it's expensive here in Massachusetts. Go to California. You'll crap your drawers. I, I bet. It's like a gallon of gas here might be like 240, oh, no. 245. You go there, dude. It's like, it's like three, 280. Four bucks. No, it's like three or four bucks. Uh, when I was, out, I was out there a decade ago, but that was different. That was like three, 325 or something. BS. Was out of control. So JD Martinez deal finally official as of nine a.m. this morning. Thank God. Yeah, it took long ass. enough. <sighs> it took for that thing. That whole thing took forever. It's, and, and I like how they waited to like the last question to ask about his freaking foot. Oh, ankle. I know. Isn't that unbelievable? Oh, it's just like a dog and pony show. It's like, all right, come on, stop kissing his ass. Ask the hot hitting questions. Let's go. What's going on? I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I'm batting third. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> all right, real real quick here right, before. Go, go. All right, so you, the gas, Massachusetts. Um, As of right now? I'm just going to go lowest price, 226 Yep. That's in Danvers. Oh, perfect. Lowest price in California, Sacramento, 259 Okay. So about- 30 cents? Yeah. Yep, that's the cheapest. I bet you in LA and San Diego, it's like three bucks, close to three bucks. Oh, yeah, probably. So you're looking at at least a thirty to probably a dollar difference, and that's just in gas. Ugh. Never mind everything else. But finally, they made this deal official: five years, hundred ten million dollars. It's that hasn't changed. Yep, I love how it's heavy, very uh, heavy at first. The contract with the money. Yeah, that's because of Come. the opt outs there. No, I, I, no, I like that. It's smart. It I like the deal. So he has a limited no trade clause, but. So essentially, before he had two opt-outs. Now there's a third opt-out <laughs> after the fourth year as well. 
Because in the original agreement, he could opt out after year two or year three. But now he has a choice after year four in addition. This is all according to Evan Drellick of NBC Sports Boston. Nice. He goes on. The uh, the Red Sox, meanwhile, are protected if Martinez spends a certain amount of time on the disabled list because of a matter related to a prior joint injury. After yeah, year spring. three or four, the deal can be converted to a mutual option rather than just an opt-out for Martinez. In essence, the Red Sox can back out of the deal after year three or four based on these consi- based on these conditions per source. A mutual option for year four is triggered if, one, Martinez suffers um, Liz Frank, Liz Frank injury. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh. Related to his prior Liz Frank injury, whatever the hell that is. I'm oh. not a doctor. A three-doctor system will define if the injury is related prior to his other injury. Because of that old injury, he has spent 60 days on DL in year three or 10 days or more in year three, plus a total of 120 DL days in year two and three. Okay. All right. Whatever. Oh, Lisfrenic injury. Okay. A mutual option for year five is triggered if Martinez suffers um, another related injury again, same three doctors, or the old injury. So basically, it's the same spiel. The option is only triggered based off of DL time. Gotcha. And he probably will get hurt, knock on wood. Which is, well, essentially he was, he was fairly healthy all the way up until last season. Because before last season, I think he only missed, like, he was only on the DL once. And I think it was the 10 or 15 day, whatever it was. And then last year, I think he tripped over his shoelace or something <laughs> and got an injury. Like, are you kidding me? Fragile. Stupid. <laughs> fragile athletes. Unbelievable. But we finally Very got that fragile. power hitter we needed, which is massive. Yeah, but it's not as big as Stanton, though. Come on. No. It's I, like the, the, the Yankees got a BMW. We got like a Cadillac van, basically. I don't even know that made any sense. Cadillac van. We got like a minivan, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could, you could say that. Um, Comparing cars over here. Yeah, he they got the the Porsche and we got the Prius. Yes, yeah, sure. No, I no, 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 Prius. Don't, no, no, no. Ford Mustang, Charger. Nah, we got to go a little more than that. We'll go. Uh, he, <laughs> they, they got. Are we going cars? Sure. We do SUVs, cars. I don't care. Because SUVs, you could say he's like the Range Rover. And uh, uh, no, no, no. He's the G wagon. He's a Mercedes G wagon. Stanton okay. is. All right. And uh, we got the Escalade. I was gonna say the Honda Pilot, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Yukon Denali. There we go. That's fine. All right. Yeah. No. I'll I'll go with the Honda Pilot. But according, <laughs> so David David Price is playing. He was playing scout earlier last week. Oh, God. He yep. goes. This is him talking about uh, Martinez. He's a great teammate. He's a great player. <laughs> he he hits for a ton of power and has power to all fields. Hmm, thanks, Price. Tell me something I didn't know, pal. But last, the, this dude, he, he he's a roller coaster power hitter. All right, 2017, he had 45 dingers. Yep. 2016, he had 22. 15, he had 38. And then 14, he had 23. That was his rookie year, right? No, that's 14? just going back four years. Oh, all right. I went back four years just looking at the numbers. Okay. Because last year he played 119 games. The year before was 120, 158, and 123. And uh, the other the other funny thing is 
Price says, um, he took after Miggy's approach, and it worked well for him. Miggy Cabrera. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Confused. Does that mean, <laughs> is that is that why he all of a sudden just started smashing bombs all over Detroit? Because he, he was following Miggy's way? Because Miguel Cabrera is nasty. Yeah, he's, he's filthy. Absolutely filthy. But if that's the case, then that goes to show that J.D. Martinez is coachable and teachable, and he's not afraid to take advice from his fellow teammates. Like, that's good. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Let's just see what you got on the field, pal. Let's go. So I'm looking up his injury, his uh, Lisfranic injury. Is yeah. That what it's called? Yeah. So it's a fracture or a slash dislocation. So see, see this where, is the big, where is so big toe and okay. the oh. index toe. So it's right between that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It showed me the bone spurs and all that fun oh. googly moogly stuff. I'm no nurse or doctor, but I'm going to stop talking about it because I'm looking at the pitches right now. I'm pretty nervous. Because the Sox, the Sox, the Sox came back, and we have essentially the same exact roster as we did last year. Yeah, same old song and dance. Yep, exactly. Okay, we won the AL lease with them. Yep. I want to go beyond that. Ninety-three wins they had last year. Oh, that fantastic! But I want to go beyond the first round. So now, round. now that we have JD Martinez, you want to you want to do this now? Our over under for the season? Or you want to wait till spring training? Let's wait till spring training. Yeah, it's too early. It's it's February. Let's we'll wait pick our over unders, but I'm going to set it right now at ninety three and a half. Ooh. Because we had ninety three wins last year, and we just got a power hitter, same exact roster, and we just we added a better we added a better player. You know what I mean? If they could stay healthy, all right, yeah. If they could stay healthy, I would go with that. But I don't know. I don't, we'll see. We'll see. I want to wait until after the spring training. I don't want to say anything yet. Yeah, because I, I, because someone could get hurt right meow, and I don't want to put up with that. Because they, they should be, they should do better than that. If, if you go off the general idea, because if they added a power bat and a guy named JD Martinez, they should do better than ninety three wins next year. But we'll discuss that further in a in a later episode. Uh, break not serious breaking news, but uh. Spit Phil Perry it. just announced that the Patriots and the NFL scouting combine are not are all on hands deck event. So McDaniel's and other assistants reportedly won't attend the NFL combine. I don't even know if a lot of them do that, anyways. I don't think they do, right? I don't know why. I, just I know Belichick always goes. Yeah, he loves that stuff. But I don't know. He lives, if, he lives for that. No, he <laughs> does. I don't know if like all the other jabronis go. I but mean, you I think can see, it, like, a defensive or offensive corner going to the Columbine just to scout out players. I mean, unless they send other assistants there. I mean, if, if their heart's into it and they want to go to it, I have no problem with them being there. I'd like to know if McDaniels has gone before because if Bill is allegedly teaching Josh all these things now, then why isn't he bringing him to the Combine to teach him some things there and maybe let him have a hand in picking his next quarterback? Yeah, Mike Reese also just said, reporting that the majority of New England coaches aren't expecting to attend. See, I wonder if they if they normally uh, don't probably, go. Uh, if they, they just probably get like filming all these kids. I wonder if they normally go, and that's why this is a story. Because otherwise, this shouldn't be a story. Who cares who yeah, goes and who crap. doesn't go? I don't care. It's all on film anyways. Who yeah. Who you guys even present for? Unless you want to have an in-depth conversation with the player. Well, yeah. Get a feel for them. Well, the con- there's so much... Half of the combine's nonsense anyways. Like, oh, like, okay, I get the 40-yard dash and the jump and everything no, else. No, screw like, the vertical jump. Except if you're a tight end or a wide receiver running back, other than that, there's no need for the vertical jump. No. I mean, I can see maybe D linemen, but they're heavy boys. I could, you know what I mean? The pass yeah, on the you want to see how far they can get up to block passes. 
Makes sense. That, yeah, but I'm not going to judge a defensive tackle. Oh, he can only <laughs> jump four inches off the ground. Forget it. He can't pat the ball down. Screw this kid. Like, come on. No, I know. I'm totally with you there on that one. <laughs> That's a riot. All right, moving on. Yeah, the 2018 Winter Olympics has finally come to oh, a yeah. close. Out in South Korea. Yep. I just watched the uh, closing ceremony before I got here. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, good two weeks. I like the weeks. drone stuff. Good two weeks. I like the drone stuff at the closing ceremony. The next one is in uh, Beijing. Yeah, they were there what? in 08. Why does Beijing get all the Olympics, dude? Oh, they were there in 08. They're always there. <laughs> it's been 12 years, dude. Well, it feels like they're always there. Well, they're, they're probably referring... What were they saying? They're recycling the old area, the Summer Olympics, to the winter one. That's all. I think uh, it's smart. It is, but it's just... I don't know. Where, where would you like to go for the Olympics? We already had them in Canada. We already had them in the States, Utah. Why don't they do the Winter Olympics in Alaska? Where? Juneau? Uh, anywhere. Yeah. There's, dude, look at all the mountains and snow everywhere. That's perfect. It's cold as hell. It's like brick cold out there. Might be too cold. That, I don't, I, I I don't know. To, That's just, I'm a, You know what? For the next episode, <laughs> I'm going to look up Alaska and see if there's any <laughs> facility in that area that can hold Olympic. You know what I mean? They can build it. The Olympic stuff. They can build it. They, they, they everyone's talking about wanting to put America to work. Well, put America to work and have them build a big Olympic facility in Alaska. All right, then what are you do after the Olympics? I don't know. Because a lot of these <laughs> sell it. Because a lot of countries, if you've seen the past Olympic oh, dude, events, yeah. it's like a crap hole. No, it is. It is. I agree. I don't know. What like, do Utah do with those? Do like Olympic temporary temporary facilities. I don't want to, I wonder what Utah Like, did. just bring in a bunch of trailers, have them sleep in those. Like, you don't need hotels or nothing. Slap them in trailers. Pass out the box of condoms. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, all, all the, like, the meeting areas can be in trailers. You can just do it all in trailers, dude. Ice road truckers. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's go. Ugh, but allegedly, Denver's going to be in the mix for 2030. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to get high. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be high. There's going to be a ton of doping scandals, and it ain't that kind of dope. <laughs> I'll be 46 years old. I am down to go. They're all, everyone's going to be riding the bus. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. But, yeah, that's on the docket. So the U.S. ended up finishing with 23 total medals. Norway was number one with 39. Wow. And then Germany was 31, Canada 29, and to finish out the top five, it was Netherlands with 20. Netherlands? That's yep. a shocker. So the U.S. got nine, nine golds, eight silvers, six bronze. That's bad. Right? So for gold. digits for golds or something. Gold medals. Um, hockey women. Women's hockey. Men's curling. Mm-hmm. Cross-country skiing. Team spirit. Women's. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sean White yep. won it for yep, yep. men's half-pipe snowboarding. Chloe Kim won it in uh, women's half-pipe snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Jamie Anderson won the women's slope side snowboarding Anderson. for women. Yep. Redmond Gerard won men's slope side snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Michaela Schifrin won uh, women's skiing giant sh- um, Selm. David Wise won uh, the men's ski half pipe. All right. For gold. Silvers. I love gold. Um, Kyle Mack won men's big air on the snowboard. Jamie Anderson won again women's big air on a snowboard. Michaela Schifrin won. Uh, the women's ski alpine combine. Alex Ferreira won men's half pipe on the skis. Um, Nick Gopper won skis slope style. Bobsled. Um, what's this? Team women's. Yep. 
John Henry Kruger, <laughs> sick name. Nice. He won the thousand meter short track speed skating for men. That sounds like a villain's name. Yeah, I know. I love it. And then um, Chris Maz Maz Durzer. Durzer. Say that three times fast. Nope. He won the singles men's luge. Luge. And then you had uh, let's see. Uh, no, I don't care about bronze. No, six bronze, and out of the bronze leading the way was Lindsey Vaughn for the the women's skiing downhill All downhill right. ski. Yeah. Pretty good. People were like, oh, she came in third. I'm like, why are you mad at her? Who cares? It's, it's, she won a medal. But it's yo, not first, but still. Jamie Anderson and chill out Michaela Schifrin taking home two medals apiece. It's pretty good. She let down her country. It's like, shut up, people. Will you? I, yeah, I know. Knock it off with that People nonsense. are clowns. Oh, yeah, huge clowns. Do you see that? Do you see? I What was she doing? Was she a skier or a snowboarder? The, the woman who, like, qualified... Like kind of through the back channels, yeah. And she kind of she was just like going through the motions. She was just riding the half pipe, like woo, woo. Looked like fun. Woo, yeah. She if was I just, did that, I'd crash and burn. She was like having the time of her life. <laughs> A lot of sick brands, though. Awesome. Oh, I hate that skiing event when you got bending knees and bumps every other. Oh, uh, the moguls, oh. dude. They take a toll on you. Oh, screw that. I, I care too much about my knees. Oh, they suck. Oh. Moguls blow. I avoid those at all costs. At the people are not so do that. Slopes. You're a special I, kind of crazy. And I, I want no part it. of that crap. Nope. This stuff's rubbish. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Ugh. So, congrats to the Olympians. Yes. We'll see you in four years. Yep. That's right. I enjoyed it. I put it on. I enjoyed it. I watched the curling, the speed skating, the hockey. If you could compete, for, we had this conversation, didn't no, we? No, for any team. No, this oh. was watching. Oh, okay, okay. If you could compete on any Olympic team Ooh. in the Winter Olympics, Ooh. which team would you want to be on? Oh, which one would I have the most fun? That's the one I'm interested in. Skill aside, like you. No, you're, I, oh come on. You're no. a jack of all trades. Like you're, you're the kind of person that could pick up a ball and just shoot eighty percent from three. <laughs> like you know what I mean. You want you're just a stud. What sport would you want to compete in? Ooh, it's tough. I know. I'd probably want to do top three: curling, obviously, bobsled, and hockey. Bobsled. Bobsled. Bobsled's kind of dope. Speed skating. Uh, <laughs> I see myself crashing into the boards. Yeah, no I love it. For me, it'd be uh, curling, mm -hmm. hockey, and um, snowboarding. Whether it's half pipe, big air, like whatever yeah. it is. I couldn't do that. Because no those way. dudes are gnarly. Oh, yeah. That's sick. <laughs> They're like just soaring through the air. Like, dude, you don't land that right? Oh, you're, you're screwed. You're hurting. <laughs> I don't care how tough you are. That hurts. It looks awesome. Like, Sean White, dude, we've been watching this kid for like 20 years now. Dude, I remember he had a fro and he cut his hair. I'm like, oh, dude, you grew up. Stop. <laughs> oh, this dude's been shredding pow pow on the television legit probably for like 20 years. Yeah, just about. Yeah, because he's in the O. Was he Between Olympics? Olympics and X Games, like this dude, he's everywhere. I think he started in '98 or 2002 in Salt Lake City. I can't remember which one, but I know it was somewhere around there. Because he's been around for a long time, just crushing the gold medals scene. Oh, dude, he's been around for. And obviously, ever. the ESPN X Games, he crushes it there too for the oh. winter ones. Oh yeah, he's unbelievable. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's right. In, him and I are the same age. We're both 31. All right. Probably we would have graduated the same year because he was born September of '86. Nice. So yeah, we. Dude, it's, oh my, that's ridiculous. He's 31. I don't see, when I see him, I don't think he's 31. I see him as like a 20-year-old kid just shredding the freaking snowboard and saying. Yeah, he's he's been competing in the Winter Olympics. He did in 06, 2010, and then 2018. Oh, I was way off. I thought it was way before that. Yeah. Jeez. I was off by eight years. <laughs> and no, why does it say? 
White has participated in four Winter Olympics in his career. 02, 06. Oh, wait, sorry, 06, 2010, 2014, and 2018. That's four right there. Uh, I don't know. Something's weird. Because I only listed out three years. That's what? Uh, it doesn't say 2014 on here, but that must be just a mistake. But regardless. Yeah. Excellent X Games. Athlete. X Games, he's been competing in. Uh, Hopefully before 2006. Or I'm losing. 2002. Okay, I was going to say. White has also participated in the Winter X Games where he has won a medal in every year since 2002. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. He's set for life. He's won 13 golds, three silvers, and two bronze in the X Games. Damn. <laughs> for him. I know. I love the video of him jumping out of the um, the helicopter, like onto the top of the mountain. He oh, just that shreds one. that thing. It's like, dude. <laughs> Avalanche, dude, chill. Is he married? <laughs> I want to know if this guy's married. Does it tell us at all? Let's see here. Google it. Uh, personal life. Let's see. Does it give us anything? Does he have a kid or two? Oh, Anything. He has, he has a girlfriend. Nice. No marriage. Oh, she's in a band. Ooh, what band? Phantogram? What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm punching into Google. We need him to see what she looks like. Okay. Ooh, she could be a future slewbanger. Okay, go for it. She's from New York. All right. Greenwich, New York. Uh, she's definitely a Sean, a Sean White kind of chick. All right. <laughs> I know what that means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Like, she's, he's not going to be with, like, your, he could date a supermodel, but she's like a hot rocker, this chick. Awesome. Oh, yeah, she got a little rock and a little flair. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the hairstyle, but. Yeah, who cares? She is pretty hot. All right. Damn, she got dubs. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Sean White. Yeah, she's. She's kind of hot. So is she a slam and banger or what? She is a slam and banger, but okay. she's not getting the weekly award. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. This she has too many in line. No, she's definitely, she is a slam and banger, and I wouldn't expect anything less from him. He's Sean White, and he's got loads of money, and he's a hell of a snowboarder. Yes, he might be ginger, but... Ginger! That's it. <laughs> uh Bird's about to give it to you. Boo. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. You're going in the bird cage. Yes, you are. Why did you say that? Who does that? You're going right in the bird cage, my friend. Who says stupid things? Why are you so dumb? My goodness gracious, why are you dumb? In the birdcage you go. <laughs> yes. We did that on the fly last week. I'm like, yeah, we like, spat it out. We're like, Franklin, we got to produce an intro to the birdcage. Yeah, it's been way overdue. Because I originally produced one. Bird didn't like the background music. No, because you used Judge Judy. I hate that bitch. <laughs> no, so, she's very well respected. I get it, but I can't stand her on TV. It might have been People's Court I used. I didn't mind, no, I didn't mind the People's Court. It was but one of them. Whatever one I used, Bird didn't like it. So we put it off for a few months. And after the last show, like, Bird, we got to do a new one, brah. And there it was. <laughs> All right. In the birdcage is another Russian Olympian. Her name is Nadel. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> Nadelza uh, Sergareva. Huh? 
Nadel's, oh, I can't say her name, dude. That's, I was practicing before the show, too. Sagriva. I got their last name down. Sagriva. So Miss Sagriva is the pilot for the Russian women's bobsled team. She tested positive for a banned substance that uh, that is for the heart. It's heart medication. So what basically the drug is called trimiz, trim, oh God, trimimetazine. So what it does is it's a drug that used to treat heart disease, which improves athletes' oxygen use. But you're a freaking pilot for the bobsled team. I don't know, see the reason why you should be taking this drug in the first place. I get like the wind. You're in a helmet and the wind's blowing in your face. You have a hard time breathing. Other than that, there's no need for that. Why are you doping? And she's wearing a sweatshirt that says, I don't do doping. I am ZA Sports. <laughs> I'll tweet it out. What a dope. She deserves to be punished. Oh, my goodness. She should be banned from the Olympics forever. And she's been denying it, denying it, and denying it. What a dope. Yeah, exactly. Especially no... because you're wearing that shirt. So, what? Are you, tr- are you wearing that shirt so people think that you don't dope? It's kind of like reverse psychology. Like, oh, if I wear this shirt, they won't think I'm doping. But really, Miss, I am. Miss, come here. I need you to pee in this cup. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like a red flag right there. We need to draw it's some like, blood. It's like it's like me and you. We don't smoke weed. And this is a freaking cloud of smoke coming over our heads. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It's stupid. People are soft. I'm telling you. Oh, gosh. So you're going in the birdcage because, A, you wore that sweatshirt, and, B, you're taking drugs that there's no need for you to do, take for bobsledding. All you do is run for five seconds, and you got to just mentally focus on the turns, basically, right? Yeah. Am I, if I'm wrong, if I'm no. wrong, please call me out on Twitter, please, yeah. please, because I've always wanted a bobsled. All this is basically running and just taking turns at 80, not 80, 80 to 90 miles an hour. It looks like a lot of fun. It does. It looks like a blast. And if you don't like cool runs, just just don't never talk to me. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get down with uh, with all that nonsense. Yeah, I'm telling you. So Nadezhara Sergiva, you're in the birdcage, not for life. You're in there for, until I feel like letting you out. Which the is next probably... Winter Olympics. Okay. Okay. Straighten up. Yeah. You're a young athlete. Go 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 get that medal. Go train. You know what I looked up earlier too. There's nowhere to bobsled train around here. The closest place is Lake Placid. Yeah. We have tons of mountains in, in um, upstate New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Why can't we have a, like a bobsled area up here, up and around here? I know I our know. weather's bipolar, but still. Yeah. I did some bobsledding. Where? No, not in a real one. Oh. So they have, they, um, I took one of my graduate courses. The professor worked for uh, an abrasive company that sponsored the U.S. bobsled team. Right. They were responsible for making the sanders and grinders for the blades to sharpen up the the blades on the bobsleds. Cool. While Team USA did a special event up at Wachusett. What? So we got to go. Nice. And in that, they bring in, they have like plastic training modules that they use to like see how kids can ride. Because if they can ride, like they start grooming them young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's where they that's where they train is like placid. Okay. So I got to, I got to ride like... This souped up sled down Wachusett. Nice. It was sick. I was bombing. <laughs> Me and this one dude, Brian, just kept racing each other. <laughs> That's awesome. But you had to walk up the hill. That's what sucked. Oh, oh, how yeah. big was the hill? Oh, it was up there. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got a little, little tainted up there. You got new headphones? These are old. Oh. 
I had the white Sony yeah, no. white Bose ones yeah. that someone stole from you me. You still and can't these, find them. No, and I've, I've had these forever. These are my backups, my ugly brown ones. <laughs> no, they're kind of fresh. I got these at a T-Mobile event. Okay. Like, hey, you want these? I'm like, oh, do you have any other color but this crap brown? No. I'm like, oh, fine. No, at least they it looks well with the tan around them. Yeah. They're nice. They're not bad. <laughs> yeah. I miss my Bose ones. I got contact with my Bose. I got to make contact with my Bose person. Yeah. Get some freshies. Yeah. Definitely. Well, they're all they're only over in Framingham, so they work at corporate. Oh, yeah. Okay. She works at corporate. Oh yeah. my! Don't don't no! If she invites me over there, I will go nuts. Like I will come back with like thirty pairs of headphones. I'm like, ah! That's like, fine. No, no, I'll be like a kid in a candy store. That can't happen. Hook it up. I, yeah, I'll hook up for you, obviously. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a handful of my friends and family. But other than that, I'll be like, no, mine. Yeah, everyone else can go kick rocks. Yeah. I get it. Pound Maybe. Sand. Ooh, maybe we can do a giveaway. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to our stupid up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. All right. All right. So keep the floor here and yep. do the Slime and Soul Bang of the Week. Yeah. So this week's award, Bird's <laughs> going to give it out because this. This is a sympathy. It's, yeah, it's kind of sympathy because she was on national TV and it happened. Yeah. I, I feel bad. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to me her. too. All right. This is a sympathy thing. So our Slime and Soul Bang of the Week is Gabriella Papadoukas. I got that French name. No problem. But I can't say a goddamn Russian name. Gabriella Papadakis, Papadakis, <laughs> yeah, I said it right. Yeah, she's a French sure. French figure skater that had an unfortunate nip slip during her Olympic routine. Poor girl, the 22 year old, but she got a medal out of it. She got silver. Yeah, silver medalist. She's a slam and bang of the week. She's from France. Let's see, uh, 2018 Olympic silver medalist. Two-time world champion, 2015 and 16. Four-time European champion, a three-time Grand Prix finale, finalists. I don't even know how to say that right. Anyways, French national champion, and she was the juniors for the junior champion in 2013 as well. So congratulations, Gabriella Papadakis, for our Slam and Soul Bang of the Week. I mean, she was doing a routine when she was just, you know, figure skating and her nipple popped out. Kind of felt bad. I was like, ugh. Man, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But she went with it. She kept going. She was a trooper, and she got a silver medal out of it. Yeah. No hating there. No. Unfortunate accident. Yeah. Everyone got excited. No, yeah. Like, yeah, nipple step. Woo! Yeah, I know. Pictures <laughs> all over the internet, dude. They're all like, oh, look at it, nippy. <laughs> like, you've never seen one before. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, but you got to get excited when you see it on national TV or something. Like, oh, look at that. You know what I mean? Because we're so sensitive here in yeah. the States. No, there was a few different, a few different uh, slips. Really? Well, I wasn't there. I don't know if it was this one, but there was one not long ago, too. And she said during a press conference, she's like, I felt it right away, and I prayed. <laughs> what are you praying for? It happened. Oh, my God. I just sni- I just clicked. I Googled the nip slit, uh-huh. and it brought me to some story, 15 sports wardrobe malfunctions. Nice. Some of them were hilarious, dude. I f- I'll try to remember a few of them. I'm sure there's a few red carpet ones. There has to be a few red carpet ones. I'm trying to remember. Oh, which broad was it? I can't think of her name. Oh, what was her name? There's a few. There's a lot of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, there's one in particular that just had me laughing that came up. Uh-huh. It's, uh, let's see. Oh, these stupid pop-ups, dude. I can't stand it. Devin, Devin Hester got his pants pulled down. You just see his, his big old <laughs> ass just hanging out, dude. Oh, uh, so in 2009. It's so good. You just see it. It's just like, oh. Big ass. 
Ah, big ass. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> so once again, Gabriella Papadakis. Yep, congratulations. Slam and bang of the week. Congratulations, babe. You deserve it. Yeah. The dude thinks a candy bar shouldn't cost more than a dollar. Bird will do anything just for a food. Add them both together, and you got just for a food for a dollar. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. So stick around, because they're going to try something new right now. That's right. Bird. So yes. I finally remembered to buy it. I walk oh, by Oh, I know what you got I walk now. by it all the time at work. Uh-huh. You said you've never had it. Nope. So we're going to try Peggy Lawton's brownie, Ooh. fudge brownie, live right here on the Dude and Bird Show. Nice. Got it. It was, uh, oh, God, how much was it? It was like 79 cents or okay. something like that. The locally made. It's in Walpole. So Peggy Lawton, they make the cookies. The cookies are all right. They make chocolate chip, oatmeal, yep. peanut butter. But- Bird, Bird's never had one of these brownies. No, I never have. They got them all over the place. I believe you. You go and pick up some subs at your local pizza shop, dude, you're going to see Peggy Lawton brownies hanging out. Not in the North Shore. I prove me wrong, people, other than that. They're going to be there. I'm telling you. You're just missing out on them. All right. Some, I will say, carry uh, the Grandma's cookies. So, like, I went to the one down the street from my buddy's house the other night and rent them, and they had the, the Grandma's cookies. They didn't have the Peggy Lawtons. But the Peggy Lawton, they make some decent stuff. Oh. Eh. What? Not a fan? <laughs> it, has a, it has like a stale smell to it. Is it stale? Is that what I'm smelling? Like a, a, and, and the chocolate smells like blah. You know what it smells like? It reminds me of bread. Do they make this in a bread? I mean, are they mixing all the foods together? <laughs> Could be made with breads, but I don't think Peggy makes any breads. But it does. I, it smells like fresh bread. Yeah, it does. That's strange. And it's not really dark. It's like a brownish Cox kind of brown. It's a light brown. It's not a dark brown. It's like a milk chocolate brown. All right. They're pretty moist. Sugar. They're not dry. A lot of sugar. Eh. I just gave you a package if you want to check the count, but they're not dry, so that's always a good thing. No one likes a dry brown. No, no, that's awful. Awesome. No one likes that cucks. Mm-mm. For the price, you can't really go wrong. 79 cents. Out of all the brownies that we've I'm had. I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not. Out of all the brownies that we've had. This is probably the worst brownie we, I've had. Ever? Or on the show? Not on the show, on the show. Well, let's see here. No, I've had a homemade brownie before. I was like, Jesus, dude, that was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely not better than the Mrs. Freshly's Oreo brownie that we have. Mm-mm. Way back when. No, no way. Cause that one, no that way. one, that one scored a 90, 90 center from you and seventy five from me, and this one ain't getting that high. No. Mm-mm. I'll give this forty cents. Forty cents. Yeah, you were you were sniffing right around where I was. Uh, I'm giving it. Uh, I'll give it a little more than you. I'll go forty five cents. All right. Not quite fifty, but it's it's right around there. Okay. Okay, I was I wasn't big, I wasn't feeling it. No, not impressed. No, I wasn't impressed at all. No, it's okay. It smelled it smelled like bread. Well, now now you've officially tried no. the Peggy Lawton's brownie, and you said before that you already had the the Peggy Lawton's cookies. Yep. So I think we might just skip that one and just honestly, call it a day. Honestly, I think I've seen them, but I I just I'm like ah oh, brownie. I'd rather have a cookie. I think that was my my mentality. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. I'm more of a cookie guy, anyways. 
Yeah. So before we hit the bricks, yep. I got this wicked weird story oh, I, for I've you. I've been dying to hear the story. I, I came across this. It was on the Huffington Post. Uh-huh. Headline reads, KFC says FCK in full page ad apologizing for chicken shortage. It's not their fault. What? KFC took out a full page ad in uh, a UK newspaper on Friday to apologize for the fast food chain's chicken shortage this week. That's not their fault. What do you mean? Why is it their fault there's a chicken shortage? There was a turkey shortage, I remember, when I was a kid. You're KFC, dude. How You can't run out of chicken. That's not your whole business. Fault. Your whole business is chicken. I'm not saying it's the KFC's fault. It's probably the produce people. I don't know. Maybe they're not... Ah, uh, hibernating. Remember that I produced enough chickens. Yeah, so they they posted uh, a full page ad with an empty chicken bucket, um, and instead of it saying KFC on the side, it says FCK. Because <laughs> they 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 kill it on humor. KFC's always really good with that. Yeah. There was someone that tweeted them a while ago about something. They ended up sending them a picture, like a like a page, uh, a painting yep. of themselves with like Colonel Sanders and chicken and stuff. It mm-hmm. was like it was a riot. But regardless, so the 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 shortage of chicken attributed was attributed to delivery issues, and it forced the chain to close more than half of its 900 British restaurants. Wait, they have 900 900 restaurants in Britain. Yeah, in the UK. KFC. Yeah. Nine, in wait, the UK. 900 on that little island. 900 in the UK. That's angry, crazy. Angry customers started calling the police. Are you kidding me? No. He, oh, my God. Go in the birdcage or call the cops. Yeah. Nope, seriously. Go in the birdcage. Loses. Yeah. So I guess I guess people posted videos about it. Like, people were all upset that KFC <laughs> was out of chicken, so they started going to Burger King instead. And everyone everyone was freaking out. They, they KFC goes, we're sorry. A chicken restaurant without any chicken. It's not ideal. Huge apologies to our customers, especially those who traveled out of their way to find out we were closed. Oh, and endless thanks to our KFC team members and our franchise partners for working tirelessly to improve the situation. It's been a hell of a week, but we're making progress, and every day more and more fresh chicken is being delivered to our restaurants. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> how the hell does Colonel Sanders run out of chicken? I don't know. It's crazy. That is out of control. Uh, that, uh, dude, I'd be devastated if I went to K. That's like going to Taco Bell and oh, then running no out taco of tacos. Meat, taco meat? Yeah, <laughs> or taco shells or something. Like, All right, okay, I see. You know, right. like, however you want to put it. They run out of beef. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we got a taco shells. We ain't got no beef. We got all this extra crispy seasoning, but we got no chicken. Mm, all right, I see where you want that. I just, I just, I'm baffled. This is 900 KFCs in England. <laughs> like no, no BS. That's that's crazy. I wonder how many KFCs are in the U.S. Oh, thousands. How many KFCs? Thousands are in the U.S. I'll say at least deep high five figures. Holy smokes! Let's see. Six figures. Uh, this is according to. By December 2013, oh boy. there were 18,875 KFC outlets in 118 countries. Oh, okay. There are 4,500 in China. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> There's little. It's a little over 4,500 in China. Uh huh. Little under 4,500 in the U.S. Okay. And then there's 9,800 across the rest of the world. 
Dude. There's 900 in KFC in England. I, out of that, I can't believe that there's more than 4,500 in China. No, China's a huge country. There's more, there's more KFCs in China than there, than there are in the United States. That's crazy. That's baffling. <laughs> the Colonel does make damn good chicken. Oh, he does. I was there the other week. <laughs> he makes damn good chicken. What you go to there? No, I tried the new smoked barbecue thing. How was it? It was good. I could do without the pickles, but it was good. But otherwise, what what do you get there? Are you a thief? Oh, no, I'm, I, I, you, I had the popcorn chicken. The I'm a KFC bowl kind of guy. Oh, okay. I you like, like the bowl, the famous bowl yeah. crap? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Not a fan? Uh, I like the chicken strips. I won't get the thighs of the drumsticks. Nah, anymore. nah, nah. Yeah, that chicken strip meal is good. Yeah, I like that. mac and cheese is bomb. Yeah, it is. It's very underrated. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very underrated. Oh, this is wicked good. You know what else has good mac and cheese is? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Boston Market. Oh, yeah. It's a oh, bomb. Yeah. It's bomb, dude. Mac and cheese is bomb. Panera Bread's got bomb mac and cheese. I wasn't a fan of it. it, was, it what? Still, no, it tasted... Uh, maybe I got a bad batch you of it. You might have. Because their mac and cheese is phenomenal. Because I went to Taco Bell before I got here. I had to try the natural fries again, like I said before. Because the first few times were just soggy and wet and gross. I said to the lady, can you, get them well, can you cook them well done for me, please? She's like, yeah, no problem. And she did, and they're delicious. Thank God. <sighs> no, they are. They're good. I, yeah. had, I had them again this past week. Nice. But mac and cheese... You know who's got mac and cheese now is... Uh, Cumberland Farms. I don't know. I don't uh, know how I feel about getting mac yeah, and cheese it's a gas, from there. I see that as like a gas station food. Um, we should we should get our friend Carmen on to talk about how she likes the chicken at Seven Eleven. Oh, the God. chicken wings. Yeah, I know she's talking. She used oh. to always be getting those across from the garden. Ugh. Ugh. We'd have to go do an appearance <laughs> at like the Harp or um, what's the other one there on French Street that we used to always do them at Hurricanes. Yep, Hurricanes. And we'd pull up, and Carmen's like, "Yo, I gotta go get some chicken over at Seven <laughs> Eleven." And we're like, "What?" She's like, "It's so good." And we're like, "No." no. So now you're gonna crap your pants like we have. So you can't tell us that you've never crapped your pants before. Exactly. Oh, I remember that conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another day. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you want to plug that before we hit the bricks? Yeah. Uh, so an ex-Marine hit me up today. I was I was upstairs talking to the dude. And uh, he's doing the Boston's 8th Annual Wounded Veteran Run. It's Sunday, May 20th. And advanced tickets purchase info is at the www.theyfoughtweride.com. That is www.theyfoughtweride.com. It is Sunday, May 20th. Uh, bring your bike. Uh, it's Motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, come to the Boston Holly Davidson in Revere at 650 Square Road in Revere, Mass. It ends in Suffolk Downs in East Boston. There'll be food. There'll be bear tent vendors, a ceremony, all that fun stuff. So $20 per rider, passenger or walk-ins. Registration starts at 8.30 a.m. Kickstands up at 1 p.m. So I'll be plugging this until that. I'll, uh, yeah, hold on to that. Save I that. I will. Yeah. We'll keep hitting that here. And the kid who gave it to me goes, are you Bill Martin's kid? I'm like, yeah. Oh, your father was the coach of the the president of the Everett Huskies. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? Are you Bert? He goes, are you Billy? I'm like, no, I'm not my younger brother. I'm Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> God like, damn it. <laughs> Good kid. Yeah. Close enough. Well, thank you, everybody. Close enough. <laughs> Either way. I know, I know. He, know, he knows you. No, he knows yeah, your yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. He's close enough. Yeah. No, he I smells know. what you're putting down. Oh, yeah. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. Whenever the heck you decide to listen, we hope you have a good week, weekend. You already know the whole deal. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Dude and Bird Show. Like us on Facebook. 
review and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, all those other happy horse crap websites that you find out there that carry our podcast because we're all over the place. Yeah. Because people just pick us up with our RSS feed. I don't have to get into all that. Franklin takes care of that. Thank God. Yeah. So until next time, get out of Boston. Yep.